Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to become the head coach of the LA Chargers. What does this mean for him? What does it mean for Michigan, his staff, his players? We've got all the answers right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And it's also on YouTube as well, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Well, it's a big show here today. Thanks for joining us. Obviously, Jim Harbaugh leads the way. Plus, we have other Big Ten news we'll share with you and our Big Ten Classics at the end. You want to see that. Uh, but let's get into it. Uh, be sure to subscribe down below and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. So, a little more than two weeks after capping a perfect 15-0 and season and winning a national championship, Jim Harbaugh is leaving Michigan to coach the L.A. Chargers in the National Football League. It was the worst-kept secret in all of sports, as both Harbaugh and the Chargers clearly wanted to work together. The agreement is reportedly a five-year deal. The annual salary is expected to be in the $18 million range. Good money if you can get it. Chargers owner Dean Spanos, very excited to get Harbaugh. In a statement issued on Wednesday, Spanos mentioned how Harbaugh is a son of a coach, a brother of a coach, a father of a coach, and he was coached by greats like Bo Schembechler and Mike Dicka. He said Harbaugh is football personified. Absolutely he is. In fact, the Chargers were so excited about the news that the team tweeted out a video of white smoke coming out of a chimney at the Vatican from Rome, saying they found their man. He is Catholic, by the way. Uh, after Harbaugh's uh, quarterbacking days were over in the NFL, he began his head coaching career at the University of San Diego in 2006 and had very successful stops at Stanford and Michigan. And, of course, along the way, uh, his only other NFL head coaching stop, he took the 49ers to a Super Bowl, lost by three points to his brother, John Harbaugh, and the Ravens at the time. Jim was 44-19-1 and one in four years with the 49ers. Very successful. He was named the NFL Coach of the Year in his first season, didn't get along with the front office, and eventually departed. Now, during his playing career, fans largely remember Harbaugh as the quarterback for the Bears and the Colts. Also had a couple of years with the Chargers uh, back in 1999 and 2000. So, a little bit familiar with the team and the team history anyway. So Harbaugh dropped a, a couple of Harbaugh-type quotes on Wednesday after news got out regarding him taking the job and leaving the Michigan and going to the Chargers. He said, again, these are very Harbaugh-type quotes. You could write a book with these. He said, the only job you start at the top is digging a hole. So we know we have to earn our way, be better today than yesterday, be better tomorrow than today. My priorities are faith, family, and football. And we are going to attack 
each one with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. That's one of his favorites. Enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Got that from his dad, Jack, back in the day. Look, Harbaugh's overall record at the collegiate level was pretty strong uh, at all of his stops combined. 144 wins and 42 losses. And at Michigan, he closes his career there with three straight Big Ten titles and a national championship. At Michigan, he was 86 and 25. Of course, the program had fallen on some hard times before he got there, and after Lloyd Carr's retirement, when Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke were coaching the program without much success. For Mich uh, Michigan fans, look, this might be a, a, a sad day, and Harbaugh addressed them in his statement as well. He said, my love for Michigan, playing there, and coming back leaves a lasting impact. I will always be a loyal Wolverine. Well, despite winning it all at Michigan the past season, there are some questions to discuss. So let's get into it a little bit because some things are still open as this news is obviously developing. Uh, despite um, Harbaugh's stated desire to coach again in the NFL, we knew this day would come someday. I wonder if the NCAA investigations against him chased him away a little prematurely. Maybe, maybe not. Um, will Michigan still have to pay some sort of price to the NCAA for all this after Harbaugh is gone? And among the players and the assistant coaches, who's staying and who's going? After all, Harbaugh's departure opens the transfer portal now for all the Michigan players for the next 30 days. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we just saw this. In fact, Alabama's in the middle of it right now. When Nick Saban announced his retirement, that opened up the transfer portal window for another 30 days for Alabama players. They've been leaving in, in droves since he announced his retirement. I believe the departure count is up to 27 players if you include incoming recruits and players that were already there in Tuscaloosa that have all bolted. A lot of them said, look, I, Alabama's great, came to Alabama, but I came here to play for Nick Saban. Will the same thing happen with Michigan football players? Will they have said, hey, I came here to play for Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor? Um, it remains to be seen. They were going to lose a lot of players in the NFL draft anyway, so it's hard to say. So when Harbaugh took over the 49ers back in the day, you know that team had missed the playoffs eight straight years, and they had a great past and a great history. So he fixed that pretty fast. Now he takes over a pretty downtrodden Chargers, Chargers team that went just 5-12 and 12 last season and has just won three playoff games since 2008. The vibe of the Chargers, in my opinion, is this. Look, they have some pretty good players. They got a potentially great quarterback in Justin Herbert. But in my opinion, Coach Brandon Staley there was in way over his head. Herbert never got better. They made some silly, dumb clock management decisions at the end of games a lot, and it has really hurt the team. If you have the wrong guy in there coaching, it can be a big problem. They got the right guy now. They got, they got a guy that can be a great coach at any level. So the old Chargers woefully underperformed. Uh, they got a great coach now in Harbaugh, who happens to be, by the way, great with quarterbacks. Um, one problem with this talented roster with all these players, some of them may have to go. There may be some decision time coming because the team is $27.5 million over the salary cap. Interestingly enough, they haven't, uh, as of this uh, recording, have not hired a general manager yet. They're kind of doing it backwards, getting the coach first that they wanted, 
then hire a GM. You know as well as I do, usually it works in the opposite direction. The GM makes the hire. So this will probably be a Harbaugh-friendly GM hire at some point, and they have to get the capologist in there, and they got to figure out where to trim the fat because they're over the cap. As for Michigan, um, it's largely expected that Jerome Moore, the offensive coordinator, will get the job. I think this will be a short job search for Michigan. Um, you know, we're kind of late in the process anyway. I think it would behoove them to give the job to him. The players like him. He stepped in during all those, uh, not all of them, but most of the suspension games. And I think that would help keep things nice and cohesive as best they can. Even though, again, as I mentioned, they're going to lose a lot of players to the NFL draft. Uh, but the remaining ones, they definitely want to keep. And of course, the incoming recruits as well for continuity's sake, if nothing else. So I think Jerome Moore will be uh, offered the head coaching job. However, I would expect defensive coordinator Jesse Minter to head west out to the Chargers with Harbaugh. That's my guess as we stand here. We'll take another look at that in just a minute. Uh, what do you think, Michigan fan? How are you feeling today? I mean, this has been – you've seen this light coming at you down the tunnel for a long time. I mean, this was telegraphed. Uh, I know a lot of you wished, hey, we got this contract extension. Stay here at Michigan. Be a Michigan man. But you know this is coming. You knew he wanted to go back to the NFL at some point. You knew he did everything he could possibly do at Michigan. I mean, undefeated in a national championship, boom. Three straight Big Ten titles, boom. Beating Ohio State three straight years, it doesn't get any better than that. It really doesn't. So I'm no, maybe some of you are happy for him going on to the next level. Maybe some of you are very disappointed right now. But as far as Michigan keeping this train rolling, it's going to be hard to say. And like I said, they're going to lose a lot of talent to the draft. We'll see what happens with the portal. Meanwhile, Ohio State is signing players left and right with big NIL deals, and the new teams coming in from the Pac-12. Going to be a shift of balance of power in the Big Ten. So we'll take a look at what Harbaugh staff might look like out there with the Chargers, plus some news with Iowa. Are they any closer to naming an offensive coordinator to replace Brian Ferentz? We'll get into all that, look at the hoop schedule as well. It's all coming up in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. You know, patience and passion and drive is what brings home the winning trophy, whether you're the Michigan Wolverines, whether you're trying to get there as the Buckeyes, whether you're the Los Angeles Chargers, right? It's what brings home the winning trophy and what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has got you covered. Over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. I want to thank all of you. For checking us out appreciate it very much especially uh here on lockdown big 10 uh you guys making it your first listen every day you everydayers who do that always appreciate it. it's what makes this thing go 
Uh, meanwhile, if you haven't yet and you want to join our Big Ten Club, by the way, it's growing leaps and bounds. It's going to continue to grow. We start bringing in those Pac-12 teams. The audience is going to continue to grow. You want to be a part of that. You don't want to miss anything. Go ahead and subscribe down below. And uh, you can also share and follow and like Locked On Big Ten, your team every day. All right. Quick note on Harbaugh and the Chargers and what his staff may look like. We just uh, hinted at maybe Jesse Minter. So the feeling is the offensive coordinator may be Greg Roman. Okay, Greg Roman has ties to uh, both Harbaugh's, John with the Ravens and Jim with the 49ers and at Stanford. So there's a, there's a handful of coaches that have gone back and forth between Jim and John, so it's all one big happy family. So Greg Roman, I think, will be the offensive coordinator of the Chargers, the defensive coordinator. I think it's a slam dunk. Jesse Minter is going to leave Ann Arbor and go join him out in Los Angeles. He's a great defensive coordinator, really showed his ability to adjust game plans in between games, going from Alabama to Washington in the national championship, shut down a very explosive Michael Penix Jr. at quarterback and all of his – future NFL wide receivers. They were a step off all night long in the national championship because Jesse Minter confused the heck out of all of them. So uh, yeah, he's going to, I think he's going with them and special teams coordinator. Don't be surprised to see Jay Harbaugh uh, who's on, who was on the Michigan staff go with him. You know, he received some valuable coaching experience too. Not only was on the staff, but he was promoted to co-interim head coach for, I think a half. Remember they were jumbling coaches that first game when Jim Harbaugh was suspended back in September and um, the part first part of that three-game suspension had a bunch of different guys stepping up, and a Coach Hart and Sharon Moore and the whole deal. Jay Harbaugh stepped up as well. Um, so all this will come out in the next few days and week, and we'll uh, keep an eye as it pertains to Michigan and their staff and who's staying. Meanwhile, uh, Michigan and Ohio State, they've been dominating the headlines lately with Michigan's coaching situation and Ryan day signing or retaining every player. He could get his hands on with that nil money uh, doing a great job out there. From what I hear, um, the Ohio state's going to be an interesting team to watch this year as, as they always are. Uh, Iowa is in the news for something other than rockstar basketball player, Caitlin Clark, uh, interim athletic director, Beth Go uh, Gates is now uh, the Hawkeyes permanent athletic director. She held a press conference this week. She's the only female athletic director of the Big Ten, and she's got a couple of issues to address right away regarding name, image, and likeness. Got to jump right in, get Iowa a little more up to speed. She wants to be at a, the forefront of that issue as well. And while she was the interim AD, of course, she was in on that decision and the announcement that Head football coach Kirk Ferentz's son, Brian Ferentz, would not be returning for 2024 as the offensive coordinator. A lot of people were unhappy with the offense, despite the fact the team did reach the Big Ten championship game. But they really, really struggled on offense. So, um, look, she says you make short-term and long-term decisions with the best information you have. She says, as of today, you know, there doesn't seem to be a rift between her and Kirk Ferentz. I mean, she basically just let his son go. And Kirk Ferentz is always talking about, hey, I learned a long time ago, there's a chain of command. This is just part of it. He's been great about it, at least publicly. But the announcement that there would be a new offensive coordinator in Iowa, I mean, this, this, this decision was made three months ago. And I don't, I'm going to be, I'm as curious as anybody, maybe you Iowa fans out there would have a few suggestions hitting us up with the comments. I know we have a, a pretty loyal Iowa Hawkeye fan base here that watches us and listens to us. 
Former Wisconsin head coach and Texas offensive advisor Paul Christ reportedly turned a job down just this past week, decided to stay with the Longhorns. So I don't know. I, I It's going to be really interesting to see who they end up hiring for offensive coordinator with that football team. All right. Um, in hoops, the latest AP poll is out. UConn and Purdue still remain number one, number two. Illinois at number 10, Wisconsin at number 13. Just again, I talked about this in yesterday's podcast. By the way, you can go back and check it out at our website, talkbig10number10.com, talkbig10.com. Um, it seems to me that Purdue and Illinois and Wisconsin are those three are a step above everybody else, and they're separating themselves from the rest of the Big Ten in men's basketball. Nobody else really jumping in there. I keep telling you, I keep waiting for Nebraska to crack the top 25. I think they will. But, um, yeah, just those three teams in the top 25, they're all in the top 13. Uh, Purdue seems to be the best of the rest in the in, or best of everybody in the Big Ten right now. But um, so not too much movement in the polls regarding Big Ten teams. Meanwhile, uh, no men's games Thursday night. We do have a couple of women's basketball games. Number 12, Ohio State is at Illinois, 7 o'clock. That's on Peacock. And Penn State is at Northwestern uh, at 8 o'clock on the Big Ten Network for women's basketball. Also, Locked On has launched the first ever uh, national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's in addition to this one. Although this show, this podcast does air on that channel with some regularity. That's a half hour blocks. They just keep rolling all their shows on there. So you can check that out. And uh, local experts of Locked On are on there. The national shows covering every league, every team. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe there. And uh, after you subscribe here, of course, uh, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, we've got... Um, some great classics coming up on the Big Ten Network. I always tell you, uh, I'm not affiliated with the Big Ten Network. We just happen to cover the same stuff, and I give you all my opinions, and uh, they air the games. So we always like to promote them a little bit. It's always fun to look at those um, Big Ten classics, what they're airing from yesteryear, and the live action they got coming up this weekend. So we'll have all of that in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. All right, I want to get these uh, these, these going here. Uh, check out the old schedule on the Big Ten Network going into the weekend in case you're sitting around kind of waiting for NFL Championship Sunday night, late Sunday afternoon. A lot of Big Ten stuff to watch between now and then. So I'm going to put this on the screen if you're watching, um, listening on audio only. I'll describe what's going on here. Put it up full screen. And we will start it off with Friday, January 26th at 2 o'clock Eastern time. It is Michigan State Basketball Classic, Michigan State and Wisconsin. This is from 2012. I'll refresh your memory a little bit here. This is Draymond Green. Uh, got a double-double at 18 points and 14 rebounds at this game. Keith Appling uh, scored 16th and the 16th and the 10th-ranked Spartans beat the 18th-ranked Badgers in overtime in this game, 63-60. to 60. So that's at 2 o'clock. If you're at work, maybe you want to record it. But uh, that starts off our Friday, the things we want to point out. Then a lot of wrestling on Friday night. 7 o'clock, Big Ten wrestling. Michigan is at Ohio State. Michigan and Ohio State, it's always big. Doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, softball, wrestling, volleyball. It's huge. 
Michigan and Ohio State. The rivalry continues. And then at 9 o'clock, Iowa is grappling with Illinois. All right, let's go to Saturday, the 27th. Starting off at noon, we want to point out uh, more Big Ten uh, men's basketball live, Nebraska at Maryland. Here's a couple things here. I've been hyping up Nebraska for a long time. and I, but, but where they're really good is at home. They're on the road here. And Maryland's pretty tough at home. I'm not doing picks right now. I might do this one. Well, probably we'll do picks on Friday. We always do that. I think I'm going to do a strong lean toward Maryland. Two o'clock Eastern time, um, women's basketball, Nebraska at Iowa. So check out Caitlin Clark. And that's at Iowa. They know how to do things with the big crowds. Hopefully nobody will storm the court and knock Caitlin Clark out, knock the wind out of her and have her require help to get back to the locker room. That was, uh, that was scary for a minute there. Uh, this weekend at Ohio State, but she's okay. Good to report that. By the way, it was her birthday this past week. At 6.30, we've got uh, men's basketball, Minnesota at Penn State. Uh, Minnesota had that uh, close game with Wisconsin uh, the other day. And at 8.30, we also have um, Ohio State and Northwestern. So more Big Ten men's basketball. there. Northwestern, pretty good at home. Ohio State, very inconsistent with their shooting. If they can hit their shots, they're pretty good. If not, it's a tough day. Let's move on over to Sunday. And we pick it up here at 8 o'clock Eastern time, a Rutgers basketball classic. This is Purdue and Rutgers. This is, 2020, this is late 2021. All right, This is one of the first Big Ten games of the season in December of 2021. Rutgers won that game 70-68. to 68. Ron Harper, Jr., 30 points and 10 uh, rebounds, but he had uh, a half-court buzzer beater at the horn. And Purdue was ranked number one in the country at the time. We've got uh, at noon, Big Ten wrestling. Penn State is at Maryland. And more wrestling at 2 o'clock, Nebraska at Wisconsin. So that is a look at what's going on. A couple of highlights from the Big Ten network and everything that's going on out there. So I hope you enjoy that and to give you something to watch. Speaking of something to watch, I'll listen to. Thank you for joining us here as well. Many ways for you to join us here. Interact with me on Twitter or X at TalkBig10, number 10. Also, our website, TalkBig10, that's number 10.com. You can get uh, a lot of merch there, uh, merch from not just the Big Ten, but your favorite school, anything. It's all there. Ticket information on your favorite school, all there. Go to the website, TalkBig10, that's the number 10.com. And also hit me up with the comments on YouTube as well. I'm sure a lot of Michigan people want to get some things off their chest right now. Um, so anyway, do that. And then before you go, don't forget, subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And you get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Lockdown, don't forget, has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube called Lockdown Sports Today. Check that out. Subscribe that as well. In the meantime, uh, I want to say thank you for joining us. Big day, big news day with Jim Harbaugh. We've been waiting for this to happen. We'll continue with more fallout as that uh, as that develops and um, as it kind of settles in now that things are definitely changing at Michigan moving forward and the Big Ten as a whole. So we'll keep our eye on everything going out there and uh, help you get into the weekend as well. But thank you for checking us out. Tell your friends about us. Any friends or family that are Big Ten alum, fans, friends, tell them about us. Word of mouth. It's great. And then subscribe. Thank you very much. Thanks for checking us out. For Lockdown Big Ten, I'm Craig Sheeman.